You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Pete Weatherburn, our vet, is here from Bray Vet on the website petethevet.com. Straight down to business and joining us is Sandra in Rat's Drum. Good morning to you, Sandra. Good morning, Declan. Good morning to you. You have a question for Pete about hamsters, is that right? Yeah, that's right. A friend of mine had a hamster, a male and a female hamster, and the female got pregnant, had a litter of eight babies, and three weeks ago, three weeks after they were born, the mother had got sick and was uh, sleeping and whatever, and it had passed away. So I just want to ask Pete, uh, would he know what would have caused it? Because I had said to my friend, to check um, to see if the babies had bitten her or anything, but were, there's no the, bite mark. Were the babies okay? The babies are grand. Now, she's, as far as I know, two of them have got out and they're in the house somewhere at R- the moment, but the babies are great. They have their um, their coats and all on them now, yeah. so they have. And how old, was the, just, how old was the mother? Um, I'm not 100% sure on the age because I'm asking it on behalf of a friend. Because hamsters, hamsters don't live for a huge long time, you know, two years is it often. So, um, yeah. you know, and, you know, giving birth is a very stressful um, time of a hamster's life. And so mm. it, it puts the body um, under under pressure in different ways. And so I mean, yeah. there's, there's lots and lots of possible causes. It could have been a womb infection. It could have been... Um, liver disease, kidney disease, just like oh. just like humans, just like dogs and cats, hamsters can yeah. suffer from all sorts of things. Um, you know, even diseases like diabetes, hamsters can get. And would somebody realise that and spot that? Probably not. I don't think so. No, no. I'm not a hundred percent sure, uh, Pete, about it. And you know, you one know. of the one of the problems is that um, to to find out what's going on with an animal when they get sick. The only way you can do it, apart from just physically checking the animal, you usually mm. have to do extra tests like urine tests, blood tests, yeah. x-rays, oh, But the suspicion here is, Peter, maybe I'm speaking on, on uh, out of turn, Sandra, but is it because you sort of feel, or your friend feels, this might be linked to the pregnancy in some way? Well, I'm nearly 100% sure she thought it was something to do with the pregnancy. Now, she said she had looked up different things on the internet mm. and that possibly what she had read about hibernation or something, I think it was hibernating, you know, for this time of the year for them. Well, uh, certainly one, one of the things, else. one of the simple things that hamster owners should be aware of is that mm. if a hamster is in a room that gets cold, the hamster might start to hibernate and an owner might yeah. accidentally think that the mistakenly think that the hamster is actually dead because a, mm. a, a, you know a, a hibernating hamster just lies there very still not moving at all and and you know if you, if you didn't know better you might think that it actually passed away so yeah. you know, before before anybody um, buries a hamster for goodness sake put it into a nice warm room for a while and you know <laughs> yeah Right, um, but anyway, look, yeah. you know, without doing lots of investigations, it really is impossible to tell what, what what's going but on. It in the situation, c- it could be linked to the pregnancy. It could well be linked to the pregnancy, indeed, okay. and it also could be linked to the hamster's age because they don't live terribly long. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, Sandra. Thanks very much. Okay. Thanks a million. Take Thank care. Bye bye now, uh, Sandra in Rath's Drum. Uh, a story in the paper today about snakes. Did you see yeah. all that? Yes, I did see that. It's an interesting one. Um, basically, uh, um. There's a zoologist who keeps a um, who direct who's a director of the reptile village 
Conservation Zoo in Kilkenny, he's he's pointed out that there's a risk of um, a venomous snake being released into the wild in Ireland and then somebody being bitten by that snake and that causing a big problem. And the reason for that is that the, there's no legislation um, around what you're allowed to do with poisonous snakes. So you can keep a poisonous snake with, with no licensing no nobody checking on how you're keeping it and so on and that snake could then escape and that you know then it could survive in the in the Irish countryside for some time and there's a risk if somebody was bitten um this country doesn't keep anti anti-venom in the in the, in the in the hospitals because it's not a problem you know because we don't have um native so if somebody gets bitten there, there's no antidote for they're, it they're in serious trouble yeah like i came across this as a vet in in the uk where um we do have vipers in the uk and so you know there is anti-venom in hospitals and indeed in vet clinics. If, you, if you're if you a vet working in an area where there is known to be um, adders or vipers in, in the countryside, you'll keep a, a vial of anti-venom in the fridge because you never know when a dog will come in that's just been bitten by a snake and without the anti-venom they can die. With the anti-venom, you know, they make a very good recovery. So um, I think it's a good point and I think that, you know, it's an area which really ought to be better regulated, I think, um, the whole area of keeping exotic pets. In mm. the sense that you know, yeah, it's frightening to think that a poisonous snake is a pet and it's been looked after. But if it does escape, and it feels threatened in some way, it'll bite somebody. Jenny, yeah, yeah. I mean that. That's. I mean they don't. They don't kind of wait behind um, corners to leap on people and bite them. Do you know, they, snakes are like most animals. They're only aggressive in defence. Um, at least most venomous snakes would be. They're not, you know, that their venom is 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 to yes to kill the prey they're going to eat, but they never eat a human for goodness sake. They're only little snakes generally, <laughs> um, so they, they'll only bite a human if they get cornered. And so you, you'd really be very unlucky, exceptionally unlucky, to get bitten by a snake. But I suppose it's, it's an area which the maybe the health authorities should be looking at and thinking about. And um, you know, should there be more restriction on on the ownership of such such very right. dangerous creatures? There probably should be. All right, thanks very much indeed, Pete.